two senseis and a casual. good we're starting and drew has technical difficulties already so just another episode hey man you know it wouldn't be an episode without drew having technical difficulties just a just another episode man <laughs> two senseis in a casual we can't yeah. hear you drew yep yep well take your time man <laughs> every time every time man it's surprising anymore man tuesday saturday sunday don't matter don't matter man <laughs> don't matter how you doing bro I'm good, man. Got a haircut because Jerry basically called me ugly and said I look homeless, so I had to get him. Wow. Had to go get a haircut. Yeah, oh, you know, God. sometimes your friends' friends' words can hurt. Friends' yeah. words can hurt. Can you feel the love tonight? How are you, Drive? I'm good, man. I can't complain. You could if you wanted to. Uh, today was a good day. Can't believe today was a good day. Okay, cute. Let me look at this video real quick of this Apple Vision Pro goggles. Man, Apple, man. What are you supposed to see? It's supposed to be like VR. So kind of like um, the Noculus. For $3,500? Yeah, but it's Apple's Noculus. So, you know, it. I don't know, man. Let me not lie. <laughs> and then it do like, you know how like you create an avatar, do a face scan. So you had mm -hmm. your real, you had your real face, really? Yeah, kind of like two K, but more realer, I guess. Man, don't get me started on two K face scans, man. <laughs> yeah, I won't be spending money on it, but. <laughs> Draw, do you work out? I don't currently, but I'm about to start. All right. Can you hear us? Oh yeah. All I don't right. know what's going on with the AirPods. I think they might be uh, done for. Oh, that's too bad. They won't connect to your computer. Nothing. Not even my phone or anything. It's all good. Not even your. Not even your phone. Nope. Damn. Cheap ass Apple products. <laughs> and we were <laughs> <laughs> talking about the Apple Vision. Yeah. What were you saying? No, it's thirty five hundred. Is ridiculous. Didn't say like the price for uh, what's it called? Like three D headsets for gaming is even too much these days. Like I wouldn't even pay three four hundred for that. It's not worth it. Not. Yeah. How you guys doing? I was just asking Gerard if he works out. He said he doesn't, but he's about to start. What's what's about, to, what's about to make you start back, Gerard? Man, just you know, I'm old, <laughs> so you <laughs> you got to start back getting uh mobile like moving around and stuff or you'll start to you know shit start aching start falling yeah. apart so you got to get active yeah talk to me <laughs> tell me about yeah. it yeah speaking of being active drew tell us about your marathon who baby i yeah. set out so when we moved into this place i found the trail right by my house and i just kept exploring a little more each time and then in sterling heights it goes like under a tunnel to like jimmy john's field i don't know if you guys have ever been out this way and seen it out there yeah, like, I seen. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. It's a. It's a bunch of shit in Sterling Heights that I want to go to because it's nice. Yeah, yeah. and I'll be telling <laughs> Kier, but it's like a half hour away, and I'll be feeling like driving. Right, but it's yeah. nice out there though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, some really nice parks, but like all the yeah. parks connect, 
and it connects to one like in Rochester, like kind of where I used to live, like by my grandma's place. Yeah. So last year I was like, you know what? I'm curious what it's like riding my bike to here. How long it is? I was like, oh, it's only 30 minutes. You know, that's that's nothing. I was like, I'm curious on a Sunday morning. How long would it be to ball? I was like an hour. I was like, eh, that's not too bad. So last year I just kept exploring the trail more and more. And then finally on Sunday, I rode 14 miles to ball balled for two hours and then rode like 12 and a half miles back. Ooh. It was, uh, you're uh, <laughs> middle school again. Who do you think you are? You right. know, what's funny. I was actually talking to someone today being, I was like, me and B would ride our bikes everywhere back in the day. Like we'd ball all day long and then have to ride home and just puffing <sighs> up those hills in West Bloomfield. <laughs> the ride to wherever was, wasn't a problem. It was a breeze. Right. Doing basketball wasn't a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, middle school was a breeze. That ride back, when you realize you didn't you didn't use all your energy to play basketball and like you gotta get on the bike. That was that was that was a real test right there. You know what, B, we did it together, bud. We did. Like, we the did. nice thing is uh Muhammad used to have that uh that that court right behind your house pretty much. So walking there was no problem after ball, but yeah. biking from from 14 mile and middle belt, that's a that's a hike. That's a lot yeah. of that's a lot of cycling. I was just gonna say we were on some Tour de France type shit. Like we was, we, was, we, was, <laughs> we had the energy. It was it was biking everywhere. Like you didn't even everywhere. think twice about it. Yeah, uh, we got home and Mariah's like, "How was it?" I was like, "You know, I felt like I could go like five or seven more miles, like just on the way back home a little bit. I had a little bit of more energy, and I got home." I sat on the couch, and within ten minutes, I was in a four-hour coma. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I could have did five to seven, babe. I could have hey. did five to seven. She was just like that five to seven, huh? Uh-huh. She uh-huh. slept for five to seven hours. Sandwich drew over there. I was saw logs. It was one o'clock in the afternoon. I was. <laughs> oh yeah. You gonna do it every Sunday? You gonna do I'm it every time? I'm gonna try to as long as it's nice out. I uh, I got the motivation now, like to do a little more each time, just trying to like push myself. But it was like a mini marathon I set out, and I'm I'm happy I did it. It was a lot of fun. I burned two thousand calories before noon, which that's is crazy. That's that crazy. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. So yeah, just mm-hmm. just water. I mean. I felt fine though. I came home, I smashed some cereal, and like I said, I was passed out on the couch. But Gerard, to your point, yes, get moving because I'll wake up for I'll wake up just for like work now, and like I'll be so sore. But like once I Bro, get moving, I feel great. Yeah, I'll yeah. wake up and I'll have knee pains and i'm like bro i didn't do nothing like i don't understand <laughs> why does that's my knee hurt like that's my like, biggest scary thing about you know you literally have to sit there and like did i work out and just completely forgot? Yeah. why am i hurting so much right now yeah. especially that next day after like you haven't worked out in a while every muscle in your body is feeling it gerard yeah like, it's just the getting but, started because like yeah. you know like as you get older you gotta watch your diet you know and you stay active so that you know your metabolism we sound like old farts but, <laughs> yeah, like, but no, still it's, it's, so like my diet that part is easy i can easily change my diet and do whatever i need to do like i lost 10 pounds just off of just changing diet like okay. that's nothing but like working out like i really have to like and i have kids too so i really have to like 
like really put a plan together like all right i'm going right. to do this because it has to fit around my schedule and that'd be the most part because once you get sidetracked like oh it's gonna fuck this up you be like i ain't doing it and then you don't yeah. like so yeah that, that's the biggest thing the minute you yeah. say like i don't feel like doing this today you're not gonna do it yeah and it's that's like the biggest mental thing to get over it's so yeah true. For sure. i'm a i'm a morning guy like i have a lot of respect like yeah. you guys well, I, I get in like these modes where i can wake up at, like five six work out and be good and i've i've tried to work out afterward it's tough. i just can't i just can't lock into that like well, the other thing the gym's too packed as well like no matter where you go packed, if you work where you're like on your feet for most of the day you just like want to lay down sit on the mm-hmm. couch like so i'm 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 trying to commit to like taking a walk before work in the mornings uh get a couple miles in but like you said, man, you know you got to work at like eight or nine. Yeah. You wake up like six. You think about rolling back over. You just, you just, if you can get off the couch, that's probably my biggest thing. Yeah, I remember that one summer. It was like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. Like you and your dad were walking like every morning or something. And I remember you saying like each day you'd start, you know, pushing it a little more and more. But you were looking good back then, you know. Oh, oh, little Wayne, he's just too good. Like you dropped Dude. a lot of weight quick by just walking, like. That's moving. the thing. I literally, if I could lock in, like I need to find something where I could lock in right now. I remember like, I did that. I remember I did that walk with B. I thought, you know, I thought it would be a breeze. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> B was like, B was like, Dry, come take this walk with me. I'm like, a walk? For sure. This ain't <laughs> shit. Nigga, we was walking. Fissy shit. We was walking. I'm like, bro, where the fuck are we going? <laughs> like, 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 we started this whole conversation. I took a walk with Jerry early because I was off today. <laughs> And we walk, and mind you, I, I was telling Gerard earlier, Drew, you didn't hear. I got a haircut today because Jerry was I saying it looks that good. I, I look rough and I look homeless, and basically <laughs> I was ugly. So he motivated me to get a haircut. So got a haircut, but no, like the thing is, we were walking right, and Jerry's like a personal trainer now. So we were walking, and I'm like sweating, and I look <laughs> over at Jerry. Jerry's like not sweating whatsoever. <laughs> so that's more made of motivation for me, like bro. I got, <laughs> I got a lot. <laughs> You can't be walking with somebody. You look like you're ready to pass out, and they look like right. they just—it's effortless. So, yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna make a commitment to myself because you know, health is wolf, man. Like you said, we're getting older, so yeah, right. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I've been on my path right now of playing ball three times a week, and now my goal for the summer, while it's nice, is to at least bike twice in those other days and have like one rest day still. You know, I'm yeah. pretty much all cardio right now, and and my mobility is a lot better. My stamina's way up. Like it's just. You know, I started pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that sound, yeah. baby. Yeah. No, yeah. Rounds. <laughs> Rounds. Yeah. Yeah, Gerard, I, I, I'm down to uh, go with you if you need it or something, you know? For sure. Yeah, I'm trying to get back to hooping too. So, yeah, like, I, like that. I gotta, I gotta. Get a get that run going. You were talking about. I'm going not not I not I got to. I'm going to put a plan in place. You know, just to be a healthier version. Like, cause I'll be 35 in August, so I need to make sure. Like, yeah. (laughs) So I gotta make sure I get my shit together. Yeah. Nah, I want. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna be like Don Cheeto. I know, nigga. That's (laughs) like. (laughs) Oh man, but see, Gerard, you got a good why. Like, I I feel like people with kids, like, you hear about people dropping a ton of weight because, like, they're like, I want to stay around for my kids and stuff like that. Like, 
I don't know. I'm trying to. I was talking with Jared. That was my biggest. That biggest takeaway is like I need to find my why. Like, what's mm-hmm. my why? So that's just something for me to think about. But yeah, no, I just wanted to shoot the shit a little bit. And as it gets warm, I feel like it's really easy to commit to like being healthy. And, yeah. And you know, like really want to be. Yeah. I've probably thought more recently about whether or not I want to stay in Michigan. I love Michigan when the weather's like this, but do the winter. This is breaking news. No, like, listen, if y'all know B, B ain't never said nothing about moving out of state. So, like, never. like this is this is big. Like, what made you, yeah. like, let's talk, let's sit on this for yeah, a minute. Yeah, like, you know what? I, like, well, I want to make sure. It's not that I want to leave. It's just, like, I've just thought about, like, whether or not I need to. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm just, I'm just. If there's ever time for me to do it, it'd probably be now. Cause yeah, that's true. Is it I from mean, the traveling yeah. you did last year? Well, the traveling, but more so just like Michigan with the weather like this now is great. Where mm-hmm. I struggle is when it gets really cold. Like it impacts like my physical health, my mental health, and it's like, what's a way where I could be more consistent year round? I think if I was to be in a place that had better weather, right. it probably would help a little bit. But like. Also, just job wise, I feel like the the job market in Michigan isn't the best. Um, so there's some other markets right now where it's like kind of thriving. Mm-hmm. So I just something I've been thinking about a little bit, like should I or shouldn't I? But then I feel like our sports teams are starting to improve. So it's like You're I want to leave when it gets lit. Yeah, all this time in. Just Adrian, we'll be on Woodward cheering. Found the right. Right. The draft is coming. The the Lions look like they probably legit be like, eh, we we probably be good, but you know, you you the But no, like I have just been thinking about it a little bit. So who knows, man? I uh, I was talking to Derez the other day, and he's about to move to Texas, but he sold his house for like a whopping amount than what they bought it for. Oh yeah, I'm sure. It's yeah. insane. Like, dude, they pretty much. He's pretty much like on a free ride to go live in Texas right now, and yep. they made money off their house. Like it's insane right now. Yep. There is, you know, I know Derez, Derez is your best friend. Did is him moving kind of motivation for you too to kind of like think about it? I wouldn't say motivation, but more so like Drew said, like knowing that he he sold the house, he's going to Texas, like I don't, it's, it's something. That, it just kind of sparks like a thought, like damn, like oh yeah. I mean, shit, they got the, if you're going to move, like they got the perfect setup for it mm-hmm. where, you know, it just is like, you know, what do I want to do? I'm just in this like figuring out phase. So is he still active in the service or no? Mm-hmm. no. Reserves, I no. thought, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. No, he, I mean, he, he, he did his time, got out and he can do the reserves. If he, I think he's, he did it a few times when he stopped doing that, but. Uh, the stories yes. he used to tell about going when he was stationed in Africa, just dude. <laughs> he's like these big ass fucking bugs here and the nasty ass people. I'm like Jesus, dude! Like <laughs> you can't be talking like that. But he uh, <laughs> he he was there during uh, Ebola while Ebola was huge. So oh he, yeah, wow. his mission was to like fight Ebola. He's like you know bees or Derez bees. Like how the hell am I gonna do that? <laughs> <laughs> The funny part, though, me and Jared was talking earlier, like, people can literally change their lives around. Like, if you knew Derez back in yeah. middle school or high school, if there was a person you had to pick that would never go to the Army, like, ever, Honestly. it would be Derez. Like, Honestly. 
There is. I think we talked about it on the podcast before, but like he legit was told to run. I think in uh in no, he was told to run. His uh Jerry, his brother, was assistant coach, and it came time to condition for basketball practice, and he just quit. Like, he, damn, oh my god. He just wasn't doing it, right? And if it goes to Army. And I thought would have made it in like a professional sport. It probably would have been Derez. Like he's just be he came Sunday to the run and he was just picking people off left and right. Nah, yeah, nah. Derez is elite. Nah, Derez, he's 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 court in a different level. It's crazy. I know when I first seen him hoop, I'm like, bro, I've what the I I would (laughs) have never imagined him being that fucking athletic. He's all over the place. Yeah, he's he yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine. Shout out to Durez. Like, yeah, like, hey, if he if he was so, like six, if he was like six five, he for sure would be in the league. Oh, like, he would have wanted to do the workouts. He wouldn't go to practice. <laughs> he's like AI before AI said that. Yeah. Like Durez now though, he's so motivated. Like yeah. the army legit changed his life around. So I said yeah. all that to say, like you just never know. Like it's never too late. Me and Derez was talking about Samuel Jackson, how he didn't get like his first part until yeah. he was 35 in a movie. Like you can't find a young Samuel Jackson movie. So, <laughs> you know, maybe we should title this, this episode is never too late because That's whether it's true. your health, you know, whether it's, you know, certain goals, aspirations you may have like legit, like you always see the be- list of people all in their mid thirties. Like Oprah was another, like when she was 33 or something, she finally, right. you know, yeah. got a break yeah. or whatever. Like, we're we're in our prime right now. I was telling Andre yeah. that the other day. Like, thirties are cool. I like it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, we used to always like when you grow up, you you have no sense of like age and time and how how mm-hmm. it's supposed to go. You be thinking like you need your life all figured out by twenty five, and that's a lie. Like, that's, that's, it's tough. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like nah. So yeah, that's the thing. Like, I I think that's the point I was getting to is like you have this pressure to like have things figured out and, you know, yeah. think things would be smooth. But, like, as you turn 30, you realize, like, you may have had stress before, like, in your teens and in your 20s, but, like, you come across some, like, real heavy-hitting shit in your yeah, 30s. for sure. And bouncing back is just – or figuring out ways shit to bounce back because you go through some shit, so it's, it's just about figuring it I, out. I but also, there's money around to pay these bills. That, bro, that shit. <laughs> in the middle of another bro. recession, like, yeah. the market is terrible, so you just have to really be kind to yourself. Like I said, understand yeah. it's never too late, so. That's that's dope. That's yeah. super dope to hear from you, bro. I'm so happy for you, dog. Like, bro. yes, very much so. Like, Thank you. I, I, I think- love I love hearing this from you, bro. It really, like, it really makes me so happy for real. Well, thank you for that. I didn't think the pod would start like this, but I love it. Yeah. I love hearing it. No, like I, I want to give a lot of credit to Jerry because, like, we talked about Derez, but like, um, you know, you have stuff that you talk about with close friends that you may not talk about with other friends. And me and Jerry's just taking a walk, and it just was like, I, I've been wanting to take a walk with Jerry just so we could talk about life and shit like that. And I just came away from that walk, like, okay, you know, like finding small goals because, like, I think. I haven't been setting goals for myself. Like, I I literally am in this time where I'm trying to figure stuff out. So, like, now I'm just thinking I was off work today, off work tomorrow, and just thinking, like, okay, what's some small things I can accomplish? And I think when we talk about setting goals, you always think about, like, these, like, huge goals you want to accomplish, right? And then you get discouraged if you don't make it happen. But, like, yeah, like how? How? Yeah, <laughs> like, how? So, like, my goal was sm- setting small goals that can be obtained. So, 
stuff as simple as like thanking God in the morning when you wake up or whatever you believe. If you don't believe in God, you know, just being gracious or, or gratitude, I should say, like, what are you grateful for? So stuff like that. And then like, if you're not happy with certain things, what are small steps or little steps that you can take to improve it? So whether it's your health, whether it's, you know, where you're working, like, so something as simple as like applying for two jobs a day, like, after That's you've dope. gotten X amount of, of rejection letters and stuff, like you give up on, you know, searching for certain things. But now I'm just trying to think of small little things I can do and then being consistent with it. So, again, the small things. So when you try to take on too much, you can get overwhelmed. So just, you know, thinking of shit I can change up and what I want to do. That's dope, bro. Yeah, for sure. If you yeah. had to move, where would you go? I'm curious. What's what's like a top three cities? I was just talking about this with a few friends. Um, the job I work at now, their headquarters is at is in Georgia. Oh shit! So they say that they say Atlanta is like the best city right now to thrive in. If like you move cold turkey from wherever you're at. So I, the thing is, though, so many people have moved to Atlanta. I feel like yeah. it's like overpopulated, and that's why the traffic's so shitty. But like, <laughs> you can't beat the weather. So like, maybe somewhere in Georgia. Um, I mean, you got to consider Texas because Texas is another like those are probably the two places now where you can get so much. Bang for your buck. Texas is overpopulated, too. So, right. Yeah. But you can get so much bang for your buck when yeah. it comes to like housing. True. So I think yeah. that's what attracts so many people. But like, I don't want to be where everybody is because it's like a cool thing to do. So that's right. like Nashville is the other like hot spot people. Go no, to, like, Nashville uh, is fire, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> Nashville is fire. I'm like, if you want to go somewhere that's like Atlanta, but a little bit more downsized, that's Nashville. <laughs> Gerard, yeah. would you ever leave Michigan? Yeah, for sure. Would you? I almost, I almost left Michigan before. Um, Where were you gonna I, go? Um, so at the time, my best friend Brandon was in uh the Bay Area, uh, mm. Brent, Vino, Vino, and I was about to move out there to. It was, it's like. Between San, like between San Francisco and Oakland, like that area, so I was gonna move out there. Uh, but I will go to. Uh, but the only the only issue with the Bay Area is beautiful. It's like it's lovely out there. It's expensive. It's expensive as fuck. <laughs> yes, it's expensive. Yes, yeah. Like when we all went out there, we had a good time. It's just it's expensive. Um, yeah. But I will move to I will move to Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you just want to be close to J. Cole. I know you. Nah, man. <laughs> Charlotte is dope. Uh, and I've always wanted to move to Atlanta, but um, I think <laughs> I'm in a relationship. I don't think Atlanta is going to be good for me. So <laughs> I'll stay out the <laughs> like, <laughs> like, So hey. listen, yeah. So I'm, I don't want to get canceled, but during this conversation, I was talking about Georgia, right? Um, my friends have mentioned like Georgia right now, and what was the other one? I can't remember, but it basically because of the women, Georgia is like a nice place to be if you're single, right? So yeah. my friend was like, "Brandy, you still like black women, right?" And I'm like, "I mean, if I'm not, <laughs> if I'm not gay, I think I think I still like black women, right?" And then I was like, "Well, actually, you know, now that I think about it, even if I was like Atlanta, still a great place to go if you were." You know, if you if you if you were, you know, gay. So Atlanta just got a lot going. So it, it was it was just kind of funny because I, I that, that joke kind of 
it worked both ways, Paul. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, happy Pride Month! Like, 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 Atlanta is thriving, man. Atlanta is thriving. But yeah, man, just something to think about. I was just gonna say, maybe I'll set some goals for this upcoming wedding, man, and, and try to try to get in some good shape before it before it comes up. Oh, I can't wait for your wedding, Drew, bro. Yeah. I'm. That's it's gonna be so fucking lit, bro. It's lit. Give me a good time. I realized uh, I was like going back and forth with a bunch of shit for the bachelor party. I just want to get drunk with the boys. Give me a hell yeah! You just one giant, you know. If there's hey, if there's weed involved, okay. Smoke weed every day. If we find a little bump of blow, you never know. Thirty two hundred pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> If there's one thing you don't have to worry about with this Vegas trip, it's enjoying yourself for a basketball. Man, bro. You literally can make no plans and just stay in a and stay in one of the casinos and have the time of your life, man. If you don't huddle around a sports bar, I know everybody will have a great time. That's the thing. Like we can I know who all the guys who come and know each other pretty much. So you know, it's gonna be just a close friend group of fun. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait, bro. I'm excited, bro. I'm so excited, dog. And then the Lions, the Lions open up when we're there too. So yep. that Thursday night. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Yep. That's gonna be my why. That's gonna be <laughs> So I uh when I was taking the bike out of the gym uh on Sunday, some people didn't even see my bike there and they were like, Wait, you rode here? I'm like, Yeah, and they were like, uh, you're getting a wedding shape. I'm like, honestly, that's not even my why right now. I'm just addicted to fucking I don't know, just 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 doing it, you know. Yeah, just proving that I can do it. And shout out to Nike. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah. Shout out to Nike. Yo, that's one Nike. thing I admire about Drew. Like, you know, you admire certain things about your friends. Self motivation yeah. for Drew is my biggest admiration for him. Because it there. don't take much. It don't take <laughs> much. And like Drew, would be like I can do it. Fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Like, <laughs> like, so, I'm gonna try it. Like, so, I'm gonna try yeah. it. There's a few things I won't try, but you know, we'll see if they ever come across. You never know. Like a height, <laughs> yeah. I don't fuck with heights. Like that's a that's a big no no. Hey, uh, funny, hey, funny story. So there's some some stuff we have to put away at work, and you sometimes require a ladder. I got on the ladder one day, took ooh. took this product on top of the ladder, went up to that ladder, put the product away, looked down on the ladder, and got <laughs> instantly spooked. <laughs> it was. And I ain't talking about like no like five foot ladder. I'm talking Leg about like, like, yeah. like one of them big yeah. dog ladders, like where you gotta move the chain, climb yeah. up, like it's so high. Yeah. So oh, I yeah. got up there and I'm like, dude, I forgot. I am like terrified of heights. So ever since then, I've not gotten on the ladder. I got like <laughs> it was like one of the movie scenes where like the camera does that. <laughs> I'm on top of the ladder. I'm like, yep, no heights. Me heights never quite got along. I just always think of like the negative of like parachuting or like bungee jumping or something like that. Like you know, just in what what if it snaps? You know, fuck. Oh, there you go. You know, you just so you don't like you don't like roller coasters. You don't like oh, roller, I love coasters. roller coaster. I'm strapped in. I feel safe on those. <laughs> No They're attached to a to a chain and a rail. I, I feel oh. safe, but when you're just parachuting, that parachute could not open. You know, that's true. Everybody's that. aware of my fear of flying or former fear of flying in an airplane. Um, no, not when it comes to heights. Hard pass. Even in my <laughs> dreams, 
when I have when I have those dreams where I'm like flying in the sky, like or you falling and there's nothing stopping you. Mm-hmm. Worst dream by far. <laughs> Hate it. Hate it. Ugh. I don't blame. Yeah, you. I don't think I would do skydiving because I like I'm not yeah. deathly afraid of heights, but I wonder how people like if you are, how do you not piss on yourself? Like how like. <laughs> Like I, I just I don't understand how people don't. It's got to be just coursing through, yeah. you know. Like it's got to be such a rush to do it. I'm never going to. So I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no hard pass for me. Yeah. But I want to start this week a little different. Usually we talk about music, then we get into what we've watched. Oh, we already did. Before. We already started it different. It's. A- <laughs> I want to continue that path now. I want to talk about some of the stuff we watch. Um, okay. we've we've been exchanging some movies lately, and mm-hmm. I want to say I watched White Men Can't Jump the remake yesterday, and when it was when it was announced it was going to be coming out, I'm like, no, they shouldn't do it. Like hard pass. And then you see who's going to be in it, and you're like, yeah, nah, that's no for you, dog. And then they watch, they they release that last trailer, and it's like, you know what? That didn't look that bad, right? Watch the movie. It actually was really solid. Like, yeah, I have, it was solid. Actually, you're right. Actually very impressed. Um, Jack Harlow seems like he's going to be one of those guys that can, tr- can transition into movies and, like, just be good at it. Um, I came away, like, it didn't feel forced, his acting. It seemed like he was just kind of being himself. And I yeah. think I appreciate that in the movie. Um, the storyline actually got better as the movie went on. Like they made a way, they made this movie different from the original, which I appreciated. Like different, but still similar at the same time. Um, it was very funny as the movie went on. It started off with the usual like stereotypical jokes that got a little old after a while. But then as the movie kind of got more serious, the jokes seemed less forced. So it was just a nice balance. Um, the actual basketball scene seemed better than what you normally see in certain movies. Like, they just kind of was hooping. Like nothing seemed like unrealistic. Like there was right. no like, like you you'll you'll see a movie sometimes where the movie or or the camera will be on a guy. And then he'll go to do something athletic, and it'll be a, a, a swing away, and they come back, and yeah, then they put in a stunt double. Yeah, yeah. cutscene, and then it's a stunt double, and then they cut back, and it's the regular person. Yeah, it was just regular people hooping. Like they, it didn't seem like there's any stunt doubles uh, or terrible cutaways or anything like that. Like overall, okay. it was a really good movie. And I have to say, let me go to Google real quick. I know what he's gonna say. Laura Harrier. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the took his time. That's why I started giggling before he went to Google because I knew he was going to say that. I knew it. I've seen her. I'm like, wait, I've seen her, boy. Yeah, no, she is. Uh, yeah, shout out to her, man. Shout out to Vince Staples who is slowly just building these appearances. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to be another person that, you know, transition into Hollywood. He's just funny, man. He's funny. Yeah. Uh, there's another guy who I've Naturally never seen. Funny. Naturally funny. That's a great way to put it. Um, I'm trying to find the other guy. I think God, his name was. A wonderful segue on my part. Speaking of naturally funny, Eric Andre came back. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, um, so we're gonna skip by that. Uh, guys, <laughs> no, 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 no! I said don't, even, was... don't ask what I watched on the pod, D. I'm gonna yeah, tell you what I watched. Hey, notice I didn't ask you because <laughs> I, <didn't know> <laughs> I knew that shit was coming. But no, if you haven't seen White Men Can't Jump yet, take it, give it a look. Let me know what you think. Let us know what you think because 
I came away very impressed. I'm trying to think of what movie I watched before that. It was probably John Wick, which we talked about last week, and I said I had to stop midway through. I still haven't gone back to watch it, so damn. Um, I probably will, but that it's just a lot, man. I, I will say another thing I appreciate from White Men Can't Jump movies that are under two hours. I don't know if it's because I'm getting washed, but like yes. you know, <laughs> with our intention spans just getting shorter and shorter, hey, man. Get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> These movies just get we don't we don't really need that. Like if we could yeah. get back to those hour and a half, hour and forty five minute movies, mm-hmm. which the white man can't jump was about that time, and we could get back to that. Like I feel like these movies are just getting a little bit too much. Yeah. And if it's gonna continue to be longer, you know, three hours, four hours, let's just go to n- the Netflix way and just break it up, you know, or or just where you 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 able to split up your time, man, because. I don't know. I'm trying to get back into movies, but the movie length, man, it's just... And even if it's good... Old men complaining on this episode at this point. <laughs> hey, it's it, it Like, these movies, some of these movies get ridiculous. Like, Avatar 2, I heard it was almost four hours. Nah, fuck that. I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Like, I don't... There's some nothing... water and some, some nature. Cool. I'm good. Like, I just... I just... We could get back to that, the hour 30, two hour tops. Like, I'm, I'm good with that. B, did you ever watch Cocaine Bear? No, I still need to. Oh my god! Bro. Speaking of an hour thirty, that's perfect. That's Isn't the perfect it? hour yeah. and thirty. It's yes. an hour thirty, like right on the dot. Yes. Where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were having a conversation here. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm on uh, episode two, season six of Snowfall. It's the last season. Almost. I got. Eight episodes left, and I'm having the, the the PTSD of finishing a show. B, so I'm slowly watching these, but I know I got to finish it by the next pod, so we can do that episode. And I know you guys are bursting to to share how you feel about the show. So I'm excited. hey, look, don't let us rush you. Take your time because yeah. when it's over, it's over. Ain't no going back. <laughs> no. So just, oh, just 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 take your time. I would go back to this show and watch things. I this is the first time I've I've told Mariah this is the first time I've ever watched a show for a first time and took notes on every single season. I've never done that for a show, but I'd like to go back without them and just you know see how just shit watch. plays out from a different yeah. view. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Drew. Yeah. So before when we was talking about our favorite, or when I was when I was finishing the episodes and I said that Snowfall is actually my favorite show ever. Obviously, you didn't know you know enough about Snowfall to kind of think about whether or not that was outlandish or not now that you've watched almost the entire show what do you think about that statement in general i so i've thought about that myself and what you said i think i'm watching it way too fast to put it in my top anything right now if that makes any sense like i am pissing through these episodes and not really fully digesting each one i feel like in a year or two when i go back or something i'll just be like okay yeah snowfall is definitely better than half these other fucking shows i've seen you know Mm. but to me so far the wire is as far as like shows about drugs and shit the wire is like top tier still and i related to so many more characters on that show than i than i did on this yeah Um, we gonna we gonna wait till you finish it before we compare oh yeah because i still i still think the wire is the greatest drug show ever but i i I know where b is coming from i know where b is coming from and snowfall is different so it is yeah so there's little things in my notes i think when i go back and tell them you guys are gonna be like oh shit i forgot about that so i'm excited for for stuff like that i appreciate the wire i appreciate the wire um 
and it was outstanding. Um, it's short and sweet too. That's what I, I still like there was cer- there were certain things I wish could have been changed about the wire. Price of the brick going up. I think that's what makes it not above snowfall for me. But we'll get yeah. in. We'll, that was just yeah. a little teaser for yeah. people yeah. for what we'll get into when you finish the show. But. Me, I got a laundry list of notes, and like I said, each season I just kept adding more and more and more because it's a very very layered show. So yeah. I really I really appreciate the history in it. Like not knowing too much about that shit going on in the eighties, hearing it through music, obviously, but seeing documentaries here and there, but really seeing it in like a TV drama form is kind of cool. So yeah. Like just fun funding the whole Central America war or whatever. The uh I can't remember the country right now, but they say it a million times. There's uh yeah. there's one character I got beef with and I think I want to start next week with it. So that's a that's another little teaser. But okay. can I just share one thing about Eric Andre B? I wanna say no about the way you're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> I just wanna say it's a comfort show for me at this point. Like I you know, it's funny. It's funny. I, it's funny. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, look, on the I season don't. premiere, they had Lil Nas X on it, and he's like, he's trying to get Lil Nas X to do some gay shit, and he just won't budge. It's funny, though, like in the way he tries to force shit out of him. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take, first off, I'm just going to slide that. It's jackass. It's pretty jackass. much a new age jackass. <laughs> and I love jackass growing up. Oh my god! Look, that that <laughs> show is. I'm gonna just let you have that one. I'm not gonna get into I'll take it. it. Um, I tried. I okay, just, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, what else are we listening to or what? Or- I, I went to go see Spider Man, and oh nice, it was fucking amazing. Listen, if you loved um, Into the Spider Verse, yeah, yeah, then you would you would definitely enjoy this one, like for sure, like more colorful. It, I hear. Yes, like the way that it's shot is just like I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it, bro. That's like, why they won so many wow. awards, man. Yeah, it's bro, it's so amazing. And I watched it at IMAX. So like mm. it's so mm. beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like and like um they left you on a cliffhanger. So there's nice. gonna be a third one. And uh like it's it if you're a Marvel fan, like it helps you uh understand the multiverse. And so like it kind of like puts that in perspective and like now on this one every spider-man that we've ever known is in this one so Mm -hmm. like that's even better like even some villains that we know in the uh other spider-man are in this one and it's like it's so super dope that's dope i think i looked at the uh the casting i think it's really cool that tom holland actually did the voice for spider-man yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah. so like so, it's it's no. a, I mean, but it's it's not it's not really a spoiler. It's a small part, but it it make you'll love it. That's all. Just watch yeah. it. You'll love it. Is Zendaya in it? No, she's not in it. But sweet, yeah. <laughs> not like you can see. But her no, I've heard movie. nothing but great things about that movie. So yeah. I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, I, I need to see that in Guardians. I might just do a double feature one day. Man, yeah, I need to go see Guardians. I still haven't seen that yet. Um, I need I, to see I, Guardians. I need to see Mario. I heard Mario oh, yeah. was really good. I forgot about that. Um, I've heard the Dungeons and Dragon movie actually was really good, even if you've never played the game. I heard it was, and, but I'm never gonna watch it. So <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. But I, I feel like <laughs> I want to watch it, but then again, like I feel like I don't, I wouldn't connect to it because I never played the game, but. 
They said it's really good. And it's one more that I'm missing. Oh, John Wick, but I've already, I've already oh, started. Yeah. yeah. But no, I heard great things about Mario too. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm all about Spider Verse. So yeah, no, I'm speaking excited. of Spider Verse, let's talk about the soundtrack then for it. More crazy, real loud banging, waking up babies, um, and we gon' see the more dangerous things untangling, but I'm back swinging. Now we all speaking my language, gotta stay strong, press on through the pain, and make it back home, backbone never changing. Say the name if you know where I'm hanging. Spider, Spider, fire, bro. Shout out to Metro Boom, man. Shout out to Metro Boom, No, I'm sorry. Dude, it's, it's, it's a great soundtrack, and shout out to our soundtracks episode. Cause it might yeah. be in my top five soundtracks now. Oh uh, no, it's elite. It's elite. Yeah, yeah. No, that bro. Danger song with just Offset and Jid is just that's bro all I play. fire. F- bro, listen, I'm not the hugest James Blake fan, but James mm. Blake over a Metro Boomin beat is something Boomin I feel Blake, like I've Boomin been missing Blake. all my life. Dog, yeah. it's so cold, dog. Like, draw when I went on my ride the other day. I play. I just started it from the beginning after already yeah. hearing it the day before. And yeah. when I'm going through these trails and Hummingbird comes on by James Blake, I'm just looking right. at the trees right. and the sun so. peeking through. I'm like, dude. And shout out to Sway Lee because yeah. he kind of recreated magic again on this album. He did. Like he the, did. the intro's fire. The He's intro on another fire. track on it. Two Chains is on it. Uh, yeah. 21 Savages on it, B. It's like it's like the Heroes vs. Villains album he made last year, but more futuristic. Yeah. And Honestly, verses that like that could be in the movie and sound like the verses are related to like Spider Man in yeah. some ways. It's, it's, it's really that, all the songs like because they have little clips of the movie in, inside the soundtrack, but it's directly related to the movie. So like it, awesome. like everything that's going on is related to the movie. Like it's, Isn't it's Metro Boomin in the movie. Yes, he's a Spider Man oh, really? in the movie. Yes. Whoa, that's dope. That's cool. Yes, he's <laughs> he he's a Spider Man from his own universe in the movie. So yeah, it's dope. that's fire. Well yeah. deserved. That that's shout out to him. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I uh, it's in my top ten albums of the year, and it's really cool that the soundtrack's in there. I feel yeah. it's it, super. It says dope. something about soundtracks. There's still back. power. There's still power in them, man. Are they are they coming back? That. That Black Panther soundtrack pioneered like a whole new genre of soundtracks, I feel. So it depends on the movie. Like if the movie yeah. can power the music and then the, the music kind of like attaches to that, then yeah. But if, mm-hmm. if the, the soundtrack is better than the movie, it's not going to make any difference. Like, so. mm. I got you. Did you uh, listen to Moneybags Yo's album, Hard to I... Listen To? <laughs> <laughs> It's called yeah, hard man. to love, but you know, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad he called it a mixtape, and I fuck with Money Bag Yo, but like, did he? That's a cop out. That's I, a, I didn't know that. So it wasn't worth, it wasn't worth the pushback he did for the Taylor Swift album that he was going to compete with. No, no, not at all. It no. could have released and done the same exact numbers the same day. Like yeah, it's it's too many songs, twenty they tracks, all, and they and all they sound alike. The same, yeah. yeah I don't know. Nah. And I like I like Money Bag Yo. I like him. I'm not I'm like it's not me disparaging the artist. This just one it. This one it. So, yeah. <laughs> you know how I felt about his last album when it came out. I couldn't get through it, and it all sounded the same to me. I don't think I'm a Money Bag Yo fan, and I need to I need to go back and listen one more time and do a personal tracker. He says the word Wak or Wakisha way too much on this project. It I is mean, he liked to sip syrup, bro. That's what I mean. 
on some Caesar. And is that me? All right, I need to ask a question. Is sipping lean still cool? And <laughs> like in in the South, yes. So like cool? Uh, no, because you'll even hear people that drink it like no and admit they need to stop drinking it. After but... all the shit that happened to Lil Wayne, you think like that stop, you know? Yeah. They still <laughs> Does it still happen? Absolutely. Yeah. But I think the coolness of it has kind of tapered a little bit, but it's still heavy. So B, there's songs on here where like I don't even know what the fuck the song will be about. And then it's going to be like sipping on that walk, loving on that walk. I love that walk or something like that. Next song, me and so-and-so sipping on some Waukesha. I'm like, dude, just give it up. Like that can't be, that can't be your tagline and everything. It gets old. You had a, you yeah. had a single last year over that Biggie beat about yeah. Waukesha. Like, come yeah, on, that's man. right. <sighs> I'm, I'm not a money bag. Yo. But outside of, outside of Waukesha, I will say the one, the one plus on this one is like, you see him like using his pen more. He's getting a bit more vulnerable and he talks about that. the different thing, personal things that happened in his life. Um, I don't know if y'all seen a couple of interviews, but he hasn't talked about it until this mixtape came out. Like one of his children's mother, was murdered by her boyfriend mm. and he talks about that on this album and how he's raising his kids and like how it's hard to deal with that type of death so like there's things like there's bright spots like that you can i love when an artist is still growing as an artist i just feel like this was just i, I wish they would just like deliver it in a different way tight, yeah tight <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you know you don't need to put 20 tracks on there like so yeah Someone asked me earlier how I feel about it. I was like, I feel the same way about this, how I felt about Dirk's album, but I actually like Dirk's album more than this. Like, Oh, for sure, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. It just all runs the same. Like, There are some bops on it, don't get me wrong. There's some songs where you said he's showing his pen more and he's kind yeah. of flowing, but overall as a project, it's just all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, but. the difference between Dirk's album is Dirk gives you different sonics. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So like, definitely. even if it's too long and he talking about the same stuff, it's going to sound different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bag ain't there yet as far as <laughs> artistry. No. He's not there yet to switch it up. It, it'll all sound like run. run I think run it's just beat yet. selection too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yep. Maybe he's saving some shit for a new album. I didn't know this is a mixtape. I thought it was a new album. So it was stylized kind of like a new album with 20 songs. So I yeah. kind of had that impression. I just wasn't impressed. Yes. Yeah. I think they like if you can't if you can't if you know you're not gonna recoup off the album, you call it a mixtape. If mm. you feel like you put a lot of money in it and you're gonna make a lot of money off of it, oh it's an album. No for all, all day long. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So before we move on too quickly, I just wanted to show some love to Metro Boomin. Uh Metro Boomin is now inside the top one hundred most streamed artists of all time on Spotify. Awesome. He actually started the year at number 177, but has amassed over 3 billion streams so far in 2023 alone. Wow. Uh, in addition to that, rap artists with the most songs getting 1 million daily plays on Spotify, Metro Boomin is number one at 14. After Metro wow. Boomin, the next person is Drake at four, along with 21 Savage, uh, Central C, Dave, Ice Spice, Sway Lee, Lil Dirk, Core LeRae, Eminem, Bizarre. Lil Uzi Vert, Future, and Don Tolliver all are next with three. So I think Metro Boomin got a number one record. That that the record with the weekend. Um and oh, 21 yeah, Savage. That, I don't want to know. Yeah. That's the number one record. So that's true. Yeah. yeah, he's having an amazing year. So just wanted to uh show him a little love, man, because 
not only is he killing it with the with the soundtrack that you guys mentioned, but overall this year he's yeah. had a really strong year. Um, and then in addition to that, Nicki Minaj announcing that she has a new album drop on October 20th. Okay. Uh, so it's been quite a while, actually. I think it's been almost five years. Since Queen. It's officially been four years and ten months. That's how you know Nicki Minaj is old because no one does rollouts like this. <laughs> and this far in advance. And and in my right, in my opinion, Nicki Minaj is the greatest female rapper of all time. I've already oh said that on here. But the way she's playing this is you you too old for this. And I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work in her favor. Announcing the album comes out in October. Like I don't think people give a fuck like that, bro. Like, and yeah, I know, cool. I know, I know it's some barbs, but I don't think like the attention span of people is too far away. Like, and like I think I don't know. Her team got a. If, if she makes a hit song and throws Ice Spice on it, though, it might gain a lot of attention. Before, but she's that. already she's been jumping on remixes. Like, so that's the thing. You you're and and she's Nicki Minaj. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Like you can just release your shit. Like yeah, you don't you don't true. have to you don't have to create a rollout. Like it's it's June. You're talking about October. So that's like what four months from now. Like you don't have to ha- have a setup like that. You don't have to do right. that. Not in this day and age. Now, when she first came out, yes, I understand that. It makes sense. You gotta go on TRL, you gotta go on 106 and park, you gotta mm-hmm. go to every radio station. You don't have to do that. Like so, that's why I think like that's this is stupid. Like even to announce it, like it was dumb. But shout out to Nicki Minaj; she's still the goat. So yeah, yeah. kind of plays into that impromptu little game I had for you guys. If you were if you're ready to play it, oh yeah, let's go. Okay, I uh, randomly thought about this on the job the other day, and I thought it'd be fun to try it out. It's uh, some artists are specific to you guys, and some are like I want both of you to answer. Um, so I'll actually start with Nicki Minaj. For Gerard, when did you realize Nicki Minaj wasn't a gimmick? Um uh Bedrock. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Put this pussy on your sideburns, that yeah, yeah. Cause I still I no, 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 no. I'm no, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, no, no, no. Monster, monster. Oh monster. yeah, monster, yeah. the fireburst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much what this game is like. I picked a bunch of different artists. I'm just going to ask you guys specific times where like they struck you with something important, like in hip hop, you know, or like what made you like them? Like, you know, what song made you like them? What made you think they were legit or not? Yeah. So that was the first one I had for Nikki. Um, For B, when did you realize that Andre 3000 was like a creative wordsmith? I think I was most impressed by him when he took a song like Walk It Out. And spit a verse on there, yep. and it's like, and wait, that verse. how did you take a beat like this and then use the wordplay that you have to make it like? I don't think anybody else could have did what he did on that song. And there on the remix, there's a lot of people, so yeah, I, I don't. I think that was the one where he stood out, and it's like you just know people are born for certain things, and I, I, I was just, I was just blown away by that. Uh, great answer uh gerard for a follow-up when did you realize big boy was the better rapper at times um his first solo album outside of uh sir lucius uh, sir yep. lucius uh yeah 
Yep. Yep, that's that's what yep. I've realized. Like, no, nah, I think y'all wasn't giving him enough credit. You know, so. that album was phenomenal. Yeah, See, that's the one that's got General Patton on it. Come on, I, I know. I know, I know, I know. Lucian's <laughs> left foot, the son of Chico Dusty. Like, if y'all gonna yeah. say the name, you gotta say the whole thing. You yeah. feel me? It's like a pimp named Slickback. You feel me? But <laughs> off, of, <laughs> off of that album, I just wanted to go to ch- to the the. Uh, I think Shine Block is on that song. Doesn't get talked mm. about enough. Like that mm-hmm. beat was amazing. With Gucci, right? Follow us. I think was a song that probably blew up the most out of us. No. Oh, follow that us. Was, Shutterbug. That was, That's Shutterbug. what it was. Shutterbug. Yeah. Ain't no DJ. Uh, you ain't no DJ. Is one that yep. fucking bangs. Ah, like, yo. That's song, man. Night Doesn't night with Bob and Joy, bro. Yeah. Yep. Listen, la, nah. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Come that on. album's What's phenomenal. That album is amazing. That yeah, Lucius Leftfoot, the son of Chico Dusty. If nobody's ever heard yeah. it, it's a phenomenal album. Yeah. All yeah. right, cool, cool. We're getting warmed up. B, you ready for the next one? Okay. When did at what point did you realize Drake was going to be one of the highest selling artists of the decade? I mean, as as I mentioned, my favorite Drake project is probably Take Care, and. The biggest probably when I realized Marvin's room was on all the black radio stations, but then you could go to nine five five and it was on there nonstop. Yeah. And then it was like nowhere you could go where you didn't hear Marvin's room. Um and that's when I realized like, damn, like I think everybody kind of fucks with Drake a little bit. Like there's there's a Drake song for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably Marvin's room when like Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody related. Everybody has a Marvin's Room situation that they can think <laughs> of at some point in their life. So yeah. even Thugs at one point was was literally singing, you know, parts of that song. <laughs> so <just> do <laughs> but like everybody's had that moment where somebody they loved moved on and they hate it. So like, Listen, you know, I want to put this on wax. I was a chronic drunk texter, and I'm sorry man. to anybody I've ever hurt. Look, that is look. that is the Dirty Mac Hall of Fame, boy. I tell you. Look, everybody, everybody, <laughs> it got super played out, right? Like it was on everything, and it got old quick. But like Marvin's room at his peak was everywhere. So that's yeah. probably when I realized, like, no, nah, like Drake is different. Okay, Gerard, your turn. When did you think or know Jay was going to be the goat? When did I know? Um, I want to say, I want to say, American Gangster. Okay. Because I feel like oh, after after um you you say the black album and he goes out on top, then he goes on his little hiatus and then he comes back and um Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. And you know, people didn't understand that, but then when he created American Gangster and got back on sample beats and stuff like that, I think that's when you notice like Jay is different from everybody else. Like, you know, he don't have to like and he's talked about this before. You don't have to stay scorching hot forever. You, there's a level of consistency. You know what I'm saying? That you 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 have to be the bit like for me to consider you the goat. Like, I ain't always gotta be the hottest rapper in the game, but I'm always relevant. Like I'm yeah. like and and not even just relevant as far as popularity, relevant as far as like lyrical content. Like I, I can still rap. Like I'm not just gonna right. order my stuff down just to fit in with everybody. So that's when I knew after American Gangsta, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anyone better than him. 
And then he made Blueprint 3, and we've yeah. talked about that extensively. I mean, Blueprint 3, <laughs> Magna Carta, Holy Grail, <laughs> like 444, like, yep. then then the, yeah, so, like, even still, and I just I just stopped at American Gangsta. It was five albums after that, so it's like, <laughs> right. yeah, like, real quick, <laughs> we just talk about how American Gangster was the equivalent of some moments of, of Michael Jordan's career, how basically Jay-Z felt a certain type of way because he wasn't allowed to play Frank Lucas in the movie. And for him him to think that he just would be that, never to act before and just be given that role. Right, right. Yo, the the arrogance, the arrogance. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing that trench coat around all the time. If y'all not going to give me the role, I'm just going to make a whole album. Right, right. None of those tracks will be on the soundtrack to the movie. No, none. It just, it just, wow. Like the cojones you have to have. (laughs) You know, he took that personally. So shout out to (laughs) Michael Jordan moment. Um, Where should I go next? Uh, when did all right? This one's for both of you. When did you guys realize that the snap era was over? Because oh, we've talked, we've talked extensively about how that era uh, hasn't aged well. What was like the end of it to you guys? If you can kind of remember the end of it, I, B, you want to go or I don't have a specific song or or moment per se, but it was more so like when the snap beats would come on the radio and you just would find yourself like cutting that shit off because yeah. like. Yeah. It didn't matter who it was, you know, like if you heard that beat, it just was like it was played out quick. So yeah, you can only like, hear get low so many times on the radio. It gets not, old. Not, e- not even that. So like right. Lil John and the Eastside Boys, okay, cool. Um um uh who else? Uh um Soldier Boy. When you were yeah, Soldier Boy, those those people that were snap artists, okay. But when you hear people like Monica on a snap beat, or you hear people like t-pain do buy me a drink and young jock is on it like it's like okay now it's getting too saturated you know what i'm saying because if everybody's going to use this beat then it's going to start to play itself out and like that's what i feel like it started i was like all right i'm i think this is enough like you know what I'm saying? yeah so, and yeah. then we got into like the uh the like the club anthems again yeah. i feel like pitbull and jeremiah like what you know, all that that era. That's a good. I'm liking this, boys. So you, um, you, you made me run to Google real quick because I want to see if there's like a moment that stood out. And then uh, shout out to Google for reminding me that uh, the Boondocks actually the story of Gangsta Delicious kind of yeah. like made fun of <laughs> the snap music. Yeah. And I think when it got to that point when we were able to like laugh at how kind of ridiculous it was, how corny yeah. it was. That's when you was like, all right, yeah, it's time to pivot to something else. So. We didn't need to be wearing five XLTs. We didn't. We okay. look stupid. It's actually funny you ask that Speak for yourself, King. Speak for yourself, yeah, King. Okay. Right. Yeah. Truth King, um, for those <laughs> yes. yeah, just released a video that was hilarious uh, about basically the snap ear and like mm-hmm. everybody in the, in the video or the, yeah, I guess I should call it a video, but like the five XL white tees, um, how even gangsters was doing like nah, the snap dance. The gangsters like was really like, dancing. No, nah, the gangsters was really dancing. Yeah. So. What's funny to me thinking about that that movement was the fact that nobody wore jeans, right? Like the cool thing to do was to wear the shorts or the jorts. Yeah. Like my dad called them the stinky shorts, where essentially them boys went down to your ankles. So yep. there was no looking showing. Yep. And just looking at that video that that he did the other day. And wondering to myself, like, 
why didn't we just wear jeans? Like, why <laughs> were we wearing these shorts that literally, the longer they were, the better? jeans were too hot, man. Look, but, or you wore- did wear jeans, and they were, like, extremely, extremely too big, just like the yeah. shirt. Like, yeah, the <laughs> jeans. You had to rock the hoop shorts underneath yeah. the jeans. You yeah. never knew when the hoop session was going to break out, right? <laughs> it's like... We wore these jeans. We wore these shorts that was so long, but nobody wanted to be a person that had on the shorts that was too short. Yeah. Fast forward to twenty twenty three, and now you see dudes literally wearing the shorts like sh- like mid thigh shorts. Mm. Right. So it's just like, but it's going to come around again. It's only oh, yeah. a matter of time because oh, yeah. I remember my dad, you know, wearing short shorts, and everybody at the barbecues, you know, that was young, making fun of them. And now those are the shorts that's in now. So bagginess, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be back in the style. The short shorts and the dad sandals. Yep. <laughs> yep. Everything comes, like, like it's cliche, but everything, you know, it's waves. So it'll be back. Okay. Yep. Uh, next one for both of you. Uh, what song made you realize that Jeezy invented a brand new genre with trap music? He was Man. He was helped. I thought about this. He was helped, but he really pioneered it, you know? For me, I want to say it was just the intro to TM 101. Yeah. That... That screams trap music to me. I, so, for me, it was before TM 101. It was Can't Ban the Snowman, the mixtape. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the one, yeah. And Jeezy is yeah. like a hometown hero in Detroit, even though he ain't from here. So, like, it kind of <laughs> felt like he was from here. Like, so, <laughs> like, like, yeah. It's so hard to narrow it down to one. I mean. It is. I mean, it's just, it's personal to you, you know? What? moment to you made you feel that because obviously ti helped out a lot with that eric yeah. gucci right, you know yeah. the song i think of the most when it comes to jesus probably put on because yeah man you think about that song like shit no matter what sporting event you was getting ready for like <laughs> it, it just it just got you hype um but but started a new sound with that trap sound yeah i mean shit when i think a trap or die that's probably when i'm i'm yeah, B, that's that's yep. the scene that always did it for me. I always um, think of those school bus rides when that song comes on. I feel like everybody knew every word to that song, you know. <laughs> and then bottom of the map, that beat yep. was a little different at the time. So oh, bottom of the map, it was gritty. Was tough, it was gritty. Yeah. Man. man, get your mind right. right. Get your mind. Hey, We're pretty much TM one hundred and one for you. Hey, right. we yeah. about to we about to go <laughs> we about to listen to the motherfucking man. <laughs> All right. So then the follow-up to that one, the same question about trap music, but with Future for the 2010 era. Because Future reinvented trap music. The guy that did it for me was Gucci. Like, I want to show some love to Gucci. Okay, okay. Gucci was the... the, Gucci! Gucci was the, like, trap artist that I locked in with the most during that time. Like, obviously, love Jeezy, uh, love Future, but, like, Mm. Gucci was... I mean, shit, you couldn't go nowhere and not hear his music because he was releasing so much content back right, in the day. Yeah. Like, Every I just week. love to Gucci. Um, shit. He was putting out projects like Young Boy is now. Yeah, I mean, shit, he was. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what's, what Gucci had. What's it, Trap House? Yeah, yeah it was Trap right. House. He's on the, on the cover with the Braves jersey. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a song that was I fucked with that heavy. Um, okay. but back to future. What's the first song I remember coming across with with future? Tony Montana. 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 Tony Mont
turn, turn off the lights, lights yeah turn off the lights yeah but turn off the lights was trying to be more poppy you know yeah. yeah so i thought to me it it is turn off the lights but it's also for me mark mcguire was one of my favorite tracks by him and when i realized he could get gritty and make a like poppy song like that i was like all right this is the future of trap music now so I, I don't know if i've ever heard mark mcguire i i didn't love future into dirty sprite too so okay. that's that's the one, yeah. He, he like, missed he missed it, like, did, he missed didn't, the wave. <laughs> didn't lo- like I didn't love him into Dirty Sprite Two. Like before then, Dirty I Sprite would like, like, but Dirty Sprite Two is the one where I felt I like, yeah. Cover, I don't know if it's a skip on that month. Dirty yeah. Sprite cover, the cover alone <laughs> is just hey, yeah. and it's, yeah. man. Yeah. Apparently, DS three, but he's working on that right now, so we might See. be in for a treat. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's gonna leave it alone. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so another one you said you were talking about put on B, but I was gonna relate it to Kanye because when Kanye came on that track, he stole the show. But I was gonna say, what song made you realize Kanye operates on another level? Wait, say it one more time. What what song by Kanye made you realize that he operates on like a different level as far as like the amount of work and like time he puts into each track and like the thought process behind it? No, I believed in Kanye early. I'm, from from I was gonna from, say from, from Jesus from walks through the wire. And yeah, shit. G- Jesus walks and through the wire is different. Like you never heard no shit like those two songs before. So I knew early that Kanye uh, was. He was gonna yeah. be a force, yeah. But then when I think of, I guess, different per se, probably eight oh eight and heartbreak. Was, yeah, right, but I, right. Like, yeah. I, honestly, every Kanye album from the beginning is different. Like he changed his sound off of every album. I think eight oh eight, eight oh eight went a total one eighty. Like I yeah. don't think we all like mm-hmm. expected that. You know what I'm saying? Because we but was it expecting the whole new sound. Exactly. Yeah. Think about uh, what was, AOH did for just for just hip hop in general, though. Like yeah. that verb, like like Drew, you always ask about like an artist that you know was the father per se of X, Y, and Z artists. But like right. without eight oh eights, I mean, shit. Even if we talk about Drake, we talk about Lil Uzi Verb, we talk about like the, the emo rap music. Yeah. Like, dude, without eight oh eights and heartbreaks, like that. I don't know how that is accepted without. Kanye doing a 180 that you mentioned, Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Taking it down to the South now for both of you guys. I say, when did you guys realize Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive? And take Man. that statement however you want. Oh, when he, I mean, Man. he just did it. I keep seeing this clip all over Twitter, but he was talking about like when he did so many features that one summer where it's like no matter what radio station he turned on, like he would hear himself. Yeah. Um, what mixtape was that? Uh, Dedication 2. Yeah, dedication yeah, yeah. to dedication to that's got to be the answer for anybody. To be honest, because yeah. that man that was, that was the birth of a new Wayne, pretty much. Yeah. Um, to me though, it was uh, it was pretty much the Carter too when he announced that he's the best rapper alive, and that whole album was just flames, like yes. front to back. Yeah. He delivered on that statement because at the time. It was him or M during that time, and M was yeah. inviting. But like, I don't think people. I don't think people give him enough credit for Carter Two, because Carter Two started the like, it started the brush fire that happened because it was Carter Two, yeah. Dedication yep. Two. Well, I think Dedication One and Two, then Carter Three, 
then like no ceilings no ceilings then carter yeah. Ford. yeah it's just that swag surf on no ceilings is still my god best verse. to this <laughs> day <laughs> to this day i still ain't never heard nobody go crazy on swag oh, surf like that like can i man. butt in completely off topic on snowfall the other day i was crying laughing when i finally saw the mean bodies 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 tiana khadijah lenny carvel him 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 her him him bodies 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 yep, yep, yep. <laughs> i had to rewind it like three four times like no nah, I'm, I'm at the episode now so i just thought of that but Lil Wayne was taking bodies back then. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I'll just say, like, I didn't fully appreciate Lil Wayne, I think, until the Carter Three. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's when I mean we talked about the dedication too, but Carter Three, it's so many songs on there that was like on the radio and how I mm-hmm. mentioned like not being a big album person yeah. per se, but if you look at a track listing for the Carter Three, I mean shit. Yeah. A million it's the greatest hits album. Dr. Carter, Let the Beat Build, Mrs. Officer, Comfortable, which is still I was listening to that the yep. other day. That's my I shit. mean, <laughs> that just proves the greatness of Babyface, if anything else, because man, he just so smooth on that song. Tie my hands is still one of my favorites. Mr. Carter, phone yep. home, like mm. Lollipop, which might have been the biggest song on that. Like, hope, like, man, that that yep. Oh, man, and and to think, shit, this was 2008, so junior year of high school, which is a pivotal year for everybody. Like, wow, no, man, holy shit! Like, yeah, Wayne, and it was 15 years ago, and Wayne's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. The- so, yeah. hey, shout out to Wayne. Yeah. Um, next one is for Gerard. But B, feel free to answer if you feel the same. But when did you realize Dre was the best producer? Um, when did I realize Dre was the best producer? I I appreciated what Dre did. So we talk about NWA, then we talk about mm-hmm. himself, then we talk about Snoop. What he did for Eminem and Fifty Cent and the Firm, because I don't think a lot of people give a lot of credit for that, and I'm gonna continue to give credit for the Firm just made me realize that Dre was incredible. Next level. Yeah, yeah. he's the best. Okay. Yeah. Like, just outside of West Coast stuff, because you talk M50 in the firm, that's East Coast. Like, so yeah. if he can still craft greatness out of East Coast artists outside of the West, that shows you, like, how good you are. And I think outside of just being a great producer, great uh, sonically, well, no, right now, I think Kanye has passed him sonically, but sonically before kanye dre is the greatest producer ever like you you'll never find better uh, cleaner production yeah yeah yeah. just the ear for it yeah all right uh for both of you guys when did you guys realize kendrick and j cole were going to be the leaders of this new era of hip-hop Kendrick, I didn't know until um, his album came out, like the the real first Good album. Kid. Uh, Good kid. Fourth section. Dre, uh, J. Cole, I knew from um, um, the warm up. That's exactly where I said for J. Cole. For Kendrick, I say it was after Good Kid, Mad City, after people got time to process it, you know? Like, yeah. after they realized, like, whoa, this is a classic, a few months later, like, this is an instant classic, you yeah. know? Cause uh, I, you know, people like was listening to Kendrick from uh, K Dot and Section Eighty, yeah. and I listened over to Section Eighty and over that. overly dedicated, yep. yeah. And I listened to all of those, but I didn't think he was that until 
Good Kid, Mad City. He was even on like I B didn't know this until I told him. He was even on um um Take Care. Like he had a skit on oh, Take yeah. Care. And uh I told B like, yeah, that's Kendrick. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people wasn't yeah. aware of him it was because the Marvin's he's, Room interlude. Yes. Like right yes. after it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He was on uh I hate being alone, which I think was a bonus track uh, yeah. on Take Care. But yeah, no, I didn't know that. Um yeah. I feel like you forgot a important leader taking Drake. Uh, speaking of Drake, yeah, I feel like he kind of left out. Um, you know, mistakes happen, but um, <laughs> I kind of asked you personally about the highest selling, and you know, just being that he's a staple, obviously. Man. I think for me, it was definitely later um, when it came to J Cole because I think, I mean, shit, it, it was it was like a a handful of guys at one point that was thought of to be like the leaders in that group. When you think of that time in hip hop, you still had. I mean, Big Sean, you still mm-hmm. had uh, Wale. Wale. So, like, Nipsey. I think longevity is when I realized, like, yo, Cole was part of this generation, but still, like we said, with just Wayne, when we was talking about, like, 2008, right? 2023, mm-hmm. J. Cole is now at the top of the game. Like, Wale is still super talented, but we've had conversations where, like, he didn't, you know, get some of the chances or maybe wasn't liked as much as certain artists. But, like, Big Sean, to an extent, you know, is more successful than I think people expected him to be. Um, shit, Wiz Khalifa, like, when you when you think of uh, relevancy, like, I don't think Wiz gets his flowers for just how how popular one artist can be. Because I was seeing a tweet, right? I was saying, like, man, when you think of the orange patch in the fro or in yeah. haircuts, like, yeah, it had true. a choke hole, right? But, I mean, shit, he made Chuck Taylor's, you know, cool again. Uh, he, he, he made, made vintage clothing cool again, pretty much. Letterman jackets and shit. Vintage yeah. clothing, like camo. Like, literally, everybody wanted to be like Wiz Khalifa. But, you know, that's something we kind of don't acknowledge as much as i think we should yeah. um but even to this day like wiz is, is still like he doesn't get his flowers i agree he doesn't get his flowers so you know i just want to give kudos to him but no i think mad kitty for sure i i didn't listen to kendrick you know um as a casual with the section 80 and whatnot i only listened to that somewhat recently so um but yeah that's that's probably i think wiz deserves to be in that conversation and it was only until recently when you realized the longevity of J. Cole's career uh, to mm-hmm. understand, like, yeah, he is a leader of the generation now. And he yeah. is now starting to reach back. I think that's the cool thing. Like, the handful of artists I talked about kind of not getting, you know, not reaching out older artists as much as they are today to younger mm-hmm. generations. But, like, now with the Wiz Khalifas, with the J. Coles being the deuce on top. Now they putting on their own guys. Now they're yeah. reaching down and, and doing, like, features and stuff. So that's cool to see, too. I think this generation is more open to collaborating, you know, versus – because we did get a lot of competition back in the day. So I yeah. think it wasn't as open as it is now. But, like, it's cool to see that. Yeah. I got three more, boys. Mm-hmm. Um this one's for Gerard, and this one's for B, or you guys could answer it together. Uh, when did you guys realize Pharrell slash Timberland was the best producer? I was going to say, when you, mentioned, <laughs> when you mentioned Dre, you said I could hop in yeah. and answer that if I wanted to. Trust me. I, trust I was me. actually talking to my friends um, in Xbox. We have a lot of conversations randomly in Xbox parties, but like 
one of the conversations was one who was our favorite producers. And I said first was Babyface. But then if we were talking about hip-hop-wise, it would have to be Pharrell. When did I realize it? Shit, probably middle school when everybody was doing the, the grinding Nerd beat. And shit, yeah. And you realize, like, yep. this man is amazing when it comes to beats. But then, like... Rapping, too. Like, we did, we did the verses. Like, shit, a lot of music people just didn't know that he was behind, whether it was Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, like... Yeah. He has the versatility to to make you a, a song like Beautiful with uh, Snoop and then can make a song with Britney Spears like. And then can make a song with Daft Punk and go number one with. Go number one. Like, like or crazy. make a song for Despicable Me, Happy, yeah. and go number one, like you said. So, no, Pharrell is, I still don't think he gets the credit he deserves, but like, you know, unfortunately, yeah. that, that's. Pharrell gets plenty of credit. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you, would you like to jump in about Timbaland? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not disparaging for uh, Pharrell. Like to say Timberland is better, but Pharrell gets he gets a lot of credit. Um, I'm telling I don't you, think he gets the amount that he should. To be honest with you, I don't. How it's much credit do you think he? It's should not get? like he's underrated, but like, like you said, to drop number one, so, like just the talent, whether it's being involved in fashion, whether it's producing music for other people, whether it's producing his own music, like like you said, we hear about Dr. Dre. I don't think we hear about Pharrell on the same level as we hear about Dr. Dre. So I do. Like, I hear about Pharrell. Like, I hear everything that you're saying. I think people give him his flowers for that. I Like, Pharrell is like, he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, he gets an, an, an incredible amount of flowers. Like, I think that people know that Pharrell is great. So I don't think he. I, I don't hear his name mentioned recently a lot. That's I mean, what you you hear when I don't think there's like a a year or like a decade where like you don't hear about Dr. Dre, whether it's from NWA, whether it's from the Chronic album. Like Dr. Dre is is at the top of every conversation that comes to hip hop. So I think the because I don't think Pharrell is like solely hip hop. So when you're talking about hip hop, people are gonna say Dre or Timberland first, even though I don't think Timberland is solely hip hop either. Like if you're talking about hip hop, people are gonna lean towards Dre. But if you're talking mm-hmm. about like solely music and stuff, people talk about Pharrell. They'll like they'll speak about Pharrell highly, because like Pharrell, you like you still not get the credit you deserve. But so that's the point I'm asking. Like what? How much credit do you think he should get? Like what do you? Think, what do you okay, so I think his name should be mentioned in hip hop discussions. Or music discussions as much as Dr. Dre is mentioned, but I think Dr. Dre gets mentioned more so because one Eminem being probably the biggest artist of yeah possibly yeah. our generation, but also is biz. I was just gonna say yeah. like Beats headphones, like yeah, Real has his 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 clothing line and whatnot, but like there's nothing I guess globally he's attached to like uh Dr. He's Dre a, is with headphones. He's attached no. to that Arby's hat. <laughs> no, he has what? his um yeah, his <laughs> he has a partnership with a I think it's a Adidas. The, no, the um the human, the human sneakers. Like and like and, uh, and I heard of So so that's the thing. Like yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of things that's that you probably don't cross paths into where Pharrell gets talked about, like especially like streetwear and stuff like that. He's very heavy into that, like in in fashion. Well, saying, very fashion, heavy into fashion. Boys club and all yeah, because I think you yeah. know Louis Vuitton. He's the head of Louis Vuitton right now. So like I know Pharrell gets hella credit 
You know what I'm saying? That's like, somewhat recent, be, though. His, his, the but becoming of Drew, Drew, yeah, Drew just said recently people don't be talking about yeah. for real. Like they, they do. People talk about him. It's probably not something that just crosses your path. Like he gets a lot of credit. I don't know. I think you're in circles that's just not the normal circles where <laughs> you hear his name mentioned, but I feel like his name should be mentioned in, in, in more circles like a doc. If you go to a random old white woman right now and was like, do you know who Dr. Dre is? I think most nine out of 10 times you'd be like, yeah, like I've heard the name. I feel like if you go to the same people and be like, you know who Pharrell is? I don't think he will be as well known as Dr. Dre. I can see that. I can see that. So I guess that's the point I'm 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 trying to make. I like, I I think you are sleeping on old people because I think they know Pharrell <laughs> more than they know Dr. I, Dre. I wish I wish <laughs> me you, know you could you walk around. Well, they do probably know him. I, I think watch the I, I I think people know Pharrell. I think people I are very can, well of him. Where we could just literally walk around and ask I, ten random people. Yeah, I would love I would love to do that. Yeah, <laughs> if we did that and asked ten people, you think the same amount that no Dr. Dre would know Pharrell? I I it depends on where we walk in, but I think <laughs> that I think a lot more people would know Pharrell. Not I mean, I think a lot more people would know Pharrell. Yeah. Okay. No Pharrell compared to Dr. Dre? Like, with no more? Yes. I think a lot more people would know Pharrell than Dr. Dre. We got to go test it I, out. I know. I know. I, no, I, Let's go nah, to World World and, 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 and the reason I say that, like, yes, I, I think Dr. Dre is known for beats. I think he's known for hip-hop. But that's pretty much it. Like, if you're talking, like, but if you're talking about different things, like, worldwide stuff, a lot more people know Pharrell. Okay. Uh, we need to make this happen because I, right. I would love to make. I would love to see. Let's keep it. Go- we'll draw real quick but, uh, with Timberland. Timberland, yeah. yeah. So Timberland, I thought I, I noticed his greatness. Um, I noticed his greatness just with the different people he worked with: Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, uh, Genuine, yeah. uh, Jay Z, like Justin Timberlake. Um, it's, he worked with so many people, and the way that he can like. You've never heard a Timberland beat that sounds sound like somebody else. He can always shape yeah. his sound to be more futuristic, and I, I think that that's when I noticed um, about him. Like that, every Timberland beat, you know, it was it when it was yeah. different. You know that Got it was that him. Sound. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, and then the last. Well, I said I had I had two more, but the last one's about two people. For all of us. To end this conversation, where do you think the current standing is on Tupac and Biggie's like legacy? Because I feel like it's just getting diminished day by day. I don't think so. It's uh, it'll be. I don't think so. You, Only you can. I say more so for Pac. It's more so like no. They just released a, a mini series say, talking about Tupac. Like you can, you'll you'll never be able to say anything negative about Tupac or Biggie. Like you I cannot. see it all day on comment sections on on Facebook and Instagram and yeah shit. on comment sections on, on, on comment sections, but he's still. I, I will hear people argue to their last breath about him being the greatest ever. You know, what draw I'm saying? these so. kids hate Tupac and Biggie right now. Like, I listen. I feel like we're holding on to what we loved and shit growing up, and like some jams that we lived. But I feel like these kids don't give a fuck and. 
if you mix all that, of that together, but see, you that's know? that's I mean, crazy. That's crazy because yeah, like you'll hear the new kids calling themselves the new age Tupac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's what they refer you, to you can't you can't call yourself the new age somebody without showing reverence. Like <laughs> that's true. Like, you can't say I hate Tupac, but I'm the new Tupac. That's dumb. Like, come on, man. Like yeah. I was gonna say, I, I still think that they like people. I don't see much slander of them, to be honest. Like, I still think they're still like the holy grail. Yeah. When you think of hip hop, just because of how much they accomplished in a short amount of time. And they're still kind of the bar. Well, just how controversial their music was before they passed, too. Yeah. Like, they're still kind of the bar of like greatness. Like, oh, it's such and such as big as Tupac, as big as Biggie. Like, that's still, I mean, and we think, think so about how long you, th- you think these kids like, like compare their artists to Biggie and Pac right now? I do, because like Gerard was just saying, like NBA Youngboy is quote unquote this generation's new Tupac. Yeah. Uh, if you see any overweight rapper that's like Rick Ross, you know, <laughs> consider like Biggie. I don't yeah. know if anybody's talking Biggie this generation, but more so like the 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 blueprint for being a fat rapper that's got swag. Like, yeah. oh, so, and I guess in a way. Rick Ross has kind of made the imprint now where he's like the 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 go-to rapper for thinking of like a big rapper to be, you know, have swag. So, mm-hmm. but no, like there's still, if you think about how long they've actually been gone and to still be as relevant as they are and to still be considered like, you know, the, the creme de la creme, like, right. You still, most rappers, if you ask me, hey, what's your top five of rappers? Even the fact that most people still have them in like the top five or like their own Mount Rushmore, like think about it. Like, how long have have both individuals not been on this earth and to still be relevant? Like, think of all the artists that have come and gone since they, you know, were here. Like, no, that I, I still think like they, it's incredible when you think about it. Honestly, still being able to release, like you said, documentaries on Tupac, still having people tune in like the way that they are is is incredible like if a documentary is released on biggie people are still gonna watch when notorious dropped the movie people still were glued in like hmm. people still wonder what actually occurred like how did they pass away like it's it's amazing to think and about. then you you but so the biggest thing is you right. have people that were around those two individuals that continue to keep their legacy alive like you still got puff around you still got mace like you still got junior mafia you still got um you still got snoop dog you still got the dog pound like a, a bunch of death row people like and pox on the state keeps his legacy alive so you still have that to where they talk about it if it was one person that i feel like who legacy would diminish is it, it will probably be notorious big because his legacy is mostly built on music you know what yeah. I'm saying? He only had two albums. Pac is built on music. Pac was also in movies. Pac also did a bunch of dumb shit to get arrested and shot. So, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, seriously. And then you got to understand it. Yeah. These two dudes were only 24 and 25 years old when they died. You know, so right. the impact that the footprint and the imprint that you can make on this earth only by dying before you're 24 and 25, like, that's it. That's crazy. So like that, and people are going to keep talking about it because we lost two great artists over some stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? So anytime any of these young kids do something, they're going to look back and be like, do you want it to be like Pac and Biggie again? And their name going to keep circulating. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. That wraps up the little game. I know it went probably longer than we expected, but yeah, I was just thinking of like all these questions at work and just like the moments and times like shit 
hit you guys like individually, you know. So yeah, yeah that was that was fun. Oh, that was that was a great a great game. I yeah. I didn't know what the game was gonna be, <laughs> but no, that was those are great questions. Yeah. Just a little, you know, quick quick trigger topics. But no, yeah, that, was, that was a good pod. That was a great pod. Yeah, yeah, if we don't have anything else to discuss, I I enjoyed that game. Good idea. Yeah, yeah that was super good. dope. Yeah. yeah. I say we'll talk sports next pod after the finals are over. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but so happy so- Pride Month. Shout out to all my gay people, you know, and the, and all my people from the LGBTQ community. I love you all. And also is since we were talking about this uh topic, is Black Music Month in June. Mm-hmm. So um I don't if anybody was ever following my Instagram, JB since eighty eight. Um I post, day, yeah, I post something <laughs> on Instagram. Uh it is little prompts about different um things that you like in music. Shout out to Naima Cochran. She invented it. So um so yeah, just shout out to Black Music Month. Keep listening. That's what we're gonna keep doing. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love that. But yeah, man, another midweek pod. Mm. Energy's a little different. Anything else y'all want to get into before we get out of here? Oh, my little brother graduating from eighth grade tomorrow. So uh, they always say congratulations. Okay, shout out to my yeah, shout out to my little brother Chris. Yeah, shout out to little bro, man. On that note, it is graduation season, so I'm definitely proud and love seeing all the posts. Um, man, bring back a lot of memories. Hit some free free uh, banquet parties. Some yeah, great parties. Shout out to all the graduates, all the graduates. My little cousin Ariel, you know, my um, all of my little cousins. I got a bunch of them. They, I'm getting old, bro. So yeah, all that. Definitely getting old. But remember, Gerard, it's never too late. It's mm. never too late. Yeah. Never too never late. late. And on that note, this has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis. Until the next time, man. Y'all be easy. One. Take care. Can you feel? With love tonight. How are you, Drive? It's a good meaty pod. Oh. Two senseis and a casual.